The house always wins. Play long enough, you never change the stakes. The house takes you. Unless, when that perfect hand comes along, you bet big, and then you take the house. I've been practicing this because a little bit that I rushed. It felt like I rushed. It was good. I liked it. What's up, everybody, and welcome back to the Big Easy Bets podcast. I'm your host, Logan, and with me in the studio, Nick Von Brick. Hello, everyone. With us on the ones and twos and in his usual uh, usual chair, Joseph Ascani. How are you? Good. How's it feel doing the cameras? I'm, like, locked in on this fucking screen. Oh, yeah? Justin's out with food poisoning, and he's probably sick from DK Metcalf's touchdown performance leading the team in targets and receptions. Um, <laughs> NCAA Week 10, NFL Week 9. If you're listening right now on YouTube, be sure to hit the subscribe button. Also, hit the like button, and I'm just now remembering that I did not pull the winner of the $100 giveaway, so I will have to do that after uh. and announce it <laughs> tomorrow. So if you're listening, you still have a chance. And if you're not subscribed and you're listening right now, you have even more of a chance to backdoor your way into a free hundred dollars. Episode one thirty one, NCAA Week Ten, NFL Week Nine, best and worst of the week. Um, I'll go first. My best of the week was Joe Rogan's podcast. Um, a shameless plug for the number one podcast in the world. Doctor Phil was on Rogan's podcast. Did you see it? Uh uh-uh. uh. Did you? It's very good. I think everybody should watch it. Dr. Phil's a smart man. I don't know if he has any political affiliations. I don't believe he does. I don't want to get canceled by backing Dr. Phil. I don't know what he's done. Um, I don't Be careful. You get canceled yeah, for anything. Yeah. I don't know how he feels about the Jewish people. So I'll put that out there right now. If there's Did he something, say anything? No. I'm saying Kanye West is getting canceled for what he's saying about the Jewish. Yeah, yeah. So if Dr. Phil has anything out there, I don't know. I haven't heard it. And I don't condone it. Uh, but no, Dr. Phil's a smart guy. Dr. Phil's on Rogan's podcast. We're talking about the problems in the world. Um, he had he had a good point that stuck out to me. He said we need to try coming to the conversation coming to the table and starting a conversation with things we agree on. He said the problem is we all come to the table starting conversations with things we disagree on. And I agree with that. So I was listening to it today. I think it's good. I think everybody should listen to it. Yeah, well, Dr. Phil made bad baby. Yeah, that is true. That is true. And he was in Scary Movie with Shaq. You definitely knew that. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, wow. I didn't know. (laughs) All right. What is, uh, what's your best of the week? Oh, dude, the NASCAR finish. Did you see it? No. You had to see it. No, I didn't. (laughs) I think I saw a clip. All right. Let me show you because it it won't do it justice, me explaining it. I think I saw a clip. Ross Chastain, dude. He, um, just goes it's the final turn of the race he just goes full throttle into the wall passes up denny hamlin and qualifies for the championship he's riding the wall yeah he just grind like a video game and he won he passes up denny hamlin to claim the final spot in the championship oh wow just riding around the wall (laughs) I told you I'm out on NASCAR. Whatever, that was incredible. I'm long gone on NASCAR, but I saw a bunch of people. I just that's how out on NASCAR I am. I saw a bunch of people <laughs> post that, and I just didn't even watch it. Uh, all right, Joseph, what was the best thing you saw this week? Justin, uh, he's not gonna like this one. Oh uh, yeah, it's the DK Metcalf fake fade route. 
I don't know if y'all saw that for Kenneth Walker's touchdown late in that. Oh, game. I did see that. That yeah. was awesome. No, yeah, dude contributes even like when he's that, not in yeah, the ball. Yeah, I was about to say that goes really against what Justin said. Like yeah. they like each other. That team's good. No, yeah, the Seahawks are legit. I'm not gonna. I'm not gonna go deep. Into I think it they're anymore. a playoff contender. Yeah. No, I, I don't know about that. But the um, way he sold that fake, but their division is kind of. No, it is. Yeah, no, but I saw the exact play you're well. talking about where he's like he's like this running. Yeah, and, and then yeah. afterwards he goes, points right at the defender, yep. like making fun of him. Now I know. Um, yeah, guy had uh, a lot to do with the Seahawks win, but so did Richie James muffing two punts. Yep. I don't know if you saw that. Jesus Christ, he's yeah. muffing the football without even the ball didn't even get touched. Yeah, he's getting hit like on his shoulder. The ball's popping out. I'm yeah. like, okay, cost me a lot. Yeah. Um, all right. The worst thing I saw this week. <laughs> worst thing I saw this week. Take off. Got killed. Oh, yeah. I saw that earlier. That sucks, dude. We got to wake up. We got to fucking wake up and stop. I just don't get it. They have so much money. Why are you getting involved in dumb shit? There's there's conflicting reports like that Quavo instigated something with some guys and take off was just kind of caught in the middle of it. I don't know. It was a Quavo di- was there. Yeah, he, yeah, yeah. Oh, wow. Yeah, the, he's in the videos. And then, yeah, that's another thing, dude. That people fucking are so quick to take their phones out as a guy is on the ground dying. And they're, like, videoing it, like, oh, this shit will go viral. Like, it's all, you literally, dude is there bleeding out, and you whip your phone out. Like, I don't know. It's just weird. It's also crazy. I feel bad he was just on the Drink Champs podcast talking about how it's time for him to get his flowers him and Quavo just dropped a song, and I don't know if they're doing if they were doing an album or what, but like he was always like the least respected or least regarded. I think he's the by best, the public. The best yeah, I feel like the people that know what they're talking about, um, and aren't just like casual whatever listeners would say that he was the best of the group. But it sucks, dude. You got to feel got to feel for uh, everybody involved there. But I'd say that was the worst thing I saw. These people fucking getting involved in dumbass shit, dude. You've got so much money. Why are you fucking going and getting yourself killed? Where were they in, exactly in at Houston? A, at a bowling alley in Houston shooting dice. Jeez. That doesn't sound like a recipe for success, but <laughs> yeah, I don't know. No, it's crazy, dude. People are um so quick to kill somebody. Yeah, it's... it's like over almost yeah. nothing, basically, sometimes. I feel like there's so majority of the time you go back and you look at it like they probably think about what just happened and are like, eh, that probably wasn't worth it. So I don't know where the feedback's coming from. Yeah. There we go. Um, all right. What was the worst thing you saw this week? Um, oh, the Michigan State, Michigan. In the tunnel. The tunnel. They jumped that guy. Yeah. Yeah. Why they only have one tunnel makes no sense. Yeah, that's wild. Yeah, a couple I teams. I know it, it's a there. super old stadium, like really old. I was wondering why that Michigan player was going down there. That's I thought a, he was looking for trouble. That's no, another thing. They they were. Uh, I mean, I don't know exactly what well, started everything, but still, for them all them to jump on him like that. He he very well. Yeah, but I don't know for a fact though that he wasn't looking for trouble. Yeah, I don't know what he was doing. No, no, I'm saying that because I I didn't know that there was only one tunnel. Well, there is, but he's by himself. So where's the rest of the team? Yeah, yeah I don't weird. know. That was weird. I, I read some reports that he like chased in there after him. So it's like, don't be a dumbass. He probably yeah. was looking for trouble, dude. He's by himself and he runs. Probably mouthing off. They just kicked the shit out of him. Probably talking shit. Yeah. And it's like, those were some like, I saw Reed in there, the wide receiver. Like, I don't know that he was throwing punches, but he was right in the mix. It's like that. That was top players for Michigan State. Like, yeah. 
Uh, but they got suspended. I saw four people got mm. suspended. They're talking about. They didn't suspend any four or five stars. <laughs> they're talking. Yeah, yeah. They're all the three stars. <laughs> the, the ones that are nearly academically ineligible. They're like, yeah, okay, just fucking suspend them. Um, criminal charges, though. I don't know. Yeah, I mean, I'd have to see more. Um, the guy, the video with, I the saw, guy the guy the escaped, uh, right? But yeah, the guy hitting him with the helmet. Didn't, no. It could have been worse. Didn't look good. But if Miles Garrett <laughs> doesn't get criminal say, charges, right. come on. Yeah. Don't go chasing the tunnel after you just beat the team. So, right. And he may not have. I, I don't know. He may not have. Uh, what's the worst thing you saw this week? We don't have to touch on it too much, but my lock in college. What happened? It's eight turnovers. <laughs> yeah, well, we were going to get to it. Um, yeah. yeah, let's save that. Yeah, well, we just don't – we don't need to – Go back on it. No, it happened. It happened. Let's save it. Uh, we'll, we'll shelf it. But well, I'll say this about it. Though. No, no, no. Yeah, Joseph doesn't think that it was as bad as it appeared. <laughs> so we'll get to it. We'll no, sh- no. But we'll uh, let me say there. this though: what makes it the worst as well mm-hmm. is you know my girlfriend and I we watch a lot of football together. Okay. She actually is she likes football, and I'll give her that. She knows a little bit of stuff. Like she doesn't sound stu- super dumb when I she talks. I run circles around her. No, definitely would, but um, <laughs> no. What she says, but, she said some stupid shit once. What was it? Oh, I don't know. you must have forgot. But you brought it up on this. Well, you weren't okay. very specific. Oh, well, well. Anyway, oh, it was. Um, what was it? It was. I don't know. I, I get. I remember the scenario you're talking about. But go no, ahead. it just it it was eating at me because like usually when we watch a game together, she's in and out. She's on her phone a lot mm-hmm. and she's watching when plays happen, but she was locked in. for some fucking reason. Jesus Christ, he threw an seventh interception. I, they, they kept throwing interceptions and fumbles and shit and I'm, I'm walking off like barely watching anymore. I come in the room and she's just laser focused. <laughs> I said, what do you care so much about this for? I don't know. It's just, this is a good game. <laughs> she bet the other side. Babe. <laughs> yeah, she was definitely on the way though. That's what makes it my worst though. That she was watching? That she picked the one game to be that invested in, and it was the worst pick. No, you the had. lock is my worst, but like, what makes it even worse is that. Yeah, well, we'll get to it. Um, but no, I appreciate her watching, though. I love watching football with her. The top three this week is going to be the top three potato chips of all time. Any so, chips? Corn chips count. Yeah, <laughs> corn chips. Talking- Wouldn't that fall under the potato <laughs> chip category, though? Fritos. It's in the potato chip aisle. But potatoes, snack chips. they didn't get made by potatoes. <laughs> that is true. But Yeah, the aisle says chips. Um, all right, we will recap what was an ultra-profitable college football week. I think it was my best week so far, but we ended it with a horrible, horrible, horrible pick in Kentucky plus 12.5. We'll start there. I felt like Kentucky was going to be able to – Established the run with Rodriguez. They got down so quick that they didn't really have much of a chance. But also, too, I felt like they would test the secondary of Tennessee vertically down the field, and they just didn't. They stuck with their game plan coming in, and it's like that game plan was out the window 21 points ago. So they kept just fucking chipping away. Will Levis lost so much money in one night. So much money in one night. Yeah, projected first round pick. He might still go first round, but there, he, people are passing on that dude now. Yeah, I don't think he's that good. He looked like, but he hasn't dog shit. good really this year or really. Yeah, he's there's always those guys that are a little bit more hype, have a little bit more hype than like substance. I feel each year there's a couple of them. But good God, talk about just 
absolutely shit in the bed and a chance that you could have made yourself a shitload of money. Uh, plus 12 and a half. I think they lost 44 to six. Uh, but we started the week off with Washington State plus eight. Joseph was also on it. We got a little lucky here, I would say, uh, in the fact that nobody knew Cam Rising wasn't going to play. I didn't know. Joseph didn't know. You on the other side who bet Utah obviously didn't know. And anyone who tells you they did know didn't know because there was everyone was like, what the fuck? Yeah. Where did that come from? It was a last-minute Thank God because it was a little dicey there for a second. We lose by four. On an eight-point spread, and we end up uh, hanging on for the win. Interception there at the end, it, it was like, okay, what do we need? We need, and then it, it turned out that they got the pick, but there was a penalty that was gonna, that then allowed Utah to sit on the ball. Uh, Georgia, Florida, over fifty-six and a half. Kind of started slow, but once Brock Bowers caught that, I don't know if y'all saw that the deep ball down the left sideline yeah. where he's like spinning and hitting it off his elbow and shit. Uh, the floodgates open from then on. So Georgia, Florida over 56 and a half was an easy winner. Let's talk about Ohio State because Joseph was on Penn State. This game, so I still feel like Ohio State is one of the most dominant teams in the country. This was a back and forth, not even a back and forth. This was a Penn State game in the beginning. But when it came time to win the football game, they put their foot on their fucking throat. Mm-hmm. Were you watching? Um, I didn't catch the end, no. Okay, so you missed. Like, did you watch the fourth quarter at all? No. Okay, well, that's when they just turned it on. And it was like, okay, Penn State's I mean, I, I heard what happened with 44 coming up with some big plays. Yeah, JTT. Uh, mm-hmm. Yeah, one, that would might have been one of the best single-game performances I've seen from a fucking defensive player. Yeah. But that interception, oh, my God. I looked at Lindsey, and I said, do you believe in miracles? I said, because we're going to need one. The very next play, quarterback's throwing a dart. Clifford's throwing a dart to somebody like on a slant. He just jumps up from his defensive end position, snatches it out the air, and then runs in for the touchdown. It reminded me, different style of play, but the, the like, oh, you just asserted yourself so fucking bad. It reminded me of Jadavion Clowney's hit. Where he get where he picks the fumble up with one hand, I was like, "Oh my god, you just fucking, just fucking laid your nuts out on the table." And we were covering the number, but then Joseph, you decided to do your me me me. I told you me me me. I was like, "Okay, dude, they're gonna march it's down crazy and to me. fucking score so easily." It's wild to me, so easily. But uh, wasn't Penn State leading at halftime? They were, I believe. Uh, yeah. yeah. Pretty sure they were up they, at half. They Ohio up, State they kick were a field up goal? One. No, no, it was in the third quarter. They were up one because Ryan De- – okay, yeah, so that's what I texted him. No, that was in the third quarter. No, it wasn't. It was – they botched right before halftime. Right. He had six seconds left and ran a play as he had a timeout. He ran a play, got greedy, the clock runs out so he doesn't get the field goal or the touchdown. Right. So that's three points right there. The amount – that's why I said I felt like I would have been lucky to get this one, but at the same time I felt robbed. If you get any points there, we cover. If you recover the fumble on the opening kickoff of the second half, you're getting guaranteed points. You'll be right there at the 20. If you recover the fumble on the one-yard line, if you don't allow the first touchdown from Penn State to be a wide receiver screen, basically, that two DBs come up and hit him and he just bounces off and goes and runs 80 yards for a touchdown, the Ohio State defense was playing great. A couple breaks went their way with the batted ball, but that's a great play that got intercepted. There was multiple things that if I sent it to him, there was like so many different things 
that if one thing, that's probably why the feedback you're trying to get on the Wi-Fi. No, it's asking. Yeah. You oh, were. well, I just was, but that's not why the <laughs> no. feedback. Are you sending texts? I just got on. I just tried to get on the Wi-Fi. I know. Like, are you sending texts? I haven't been on the Wi-Fi. I, I, I get that. I'm saying also, are you sending texts? Because when I got one, it started doing it. So that's why I turned mine off. Turn your phone off? I turned it off. To what I'm saying is I haven't been on the Wi-Fi since we've been recording. <laughs> I was just trying to get on the Wi-Fi. Yeah, no, I got that. I'm, we're on the but same you page. said it, the feedback was because of... Well, I asked you because it popped up and said, do you want to share the password? That's why I asked that. Okay. Anyway, no. Okay. Um, so regardless, I felt like you got... I felt like Penn State was a good pick, but at the same time, I felt like you got lucky. No. No? Mm-mm. Ohio State was covering with a minute At left. the end, I mean, it wasn't really lucky that they covered. I feel like you could you could look at it with, both. With three minutes left, like, you expect them to score there because the defense is going to soften up. They're not just going to give them anything deep. That's well, why backdoor well, covers are already always there. Well, yeah, that's what, yeah, that's what I was saying. It's not lucky. It's a little lucky. It's a good pick. Mm. Come on, bro. If you know what? You 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 do too much of the reverse jinxing, and it came to bite you in the butt. No, it wasn't even a reverse jinx. Oh, uh, here we said go. It was a good pick. Uh, here we go. It was a good pick. Yeah, I didn't catch the end of this game. <laughs> but I mean, but in the beginning, it, was, it looked like Penn State was a good pick. Well, it also and they State outgained them in terms of yards. Yeah, but go look the, at the, the turnovers quarter. were the biggest thing for Penn. Yeah, State. but the turnovers happened in the beginning, other than the last interception. Clifford had two turnovers in the first quarter. Right. And they were winning at halftime. Correct. What was the fourth quarter scoring? It had to be. Fourth it, quarter scoring, Ohio State. No, Ohio State had smoke. a bunch of points in the fourth quarter. Second half was like 28. 20, yeah, 28. So how many seven. for Penn State? 17. Yeah, I don't know. When okay, it, so they were, they were still trailing at halftime. Ohio right. State was down one, right? Yeah. yeah. Well, th- these box scores are. Ohio State was down one. Uh, they were either up one or down one. It was a one-point yeah, game. I'm pretty sure one. they were down 14 to 13. Yeah, they were down 14 were. to 13. But, yeah, I mean, and and so one of the Penn State touchdowns was because Ohio State was playing prevent defense and let them march down the field. So other than they scored that within the last minute. So they gave up 10 points in the second half until it didn't matter anymore. Correct. They outscored them 31 to 10 in the second half until that last drive that was pointless. Yeah. That's what I'm saying. When it was time to turn it on, Ohio State turned it the fuck on. Yeah, but to cover, the time to turn it on is from the get-go. Not necessarily. It came out too slow. That's why Penn State was able to cover. No, honestly, their play calling was super suspect. They kept trying it to was. They kept trying to do shit to the edge and they were just doing too much. They wouldn't they wouldn't establish the run. One of the running backs got hurt. Um, but yeah, I mean, you're covering with two minutes left and it comes down to, can you, yeah, but that was the only time they were covering. No, I get that, but it was still a dominant second half. It wasn't even close in the second half. It it became apparent that Ohio state's going to win the game. Yes. And they were losing at halftime. So it's like, if they play again, if they were playing again this week, I would still lay the points with Ohio state. I would even more lay the points with Ohio State. Well, yeah, because they've seen them. Uh, yeah, they'll come out the <laughs> gates, so they'll come out the gates quicker. I just, I don't know. I don't. I, I would know. too. I, I would take them too. Why? But Penn State was a good pick. It was. 
But they would come out of the gates quicker. They can game plan differently now that they've seen them this year. I don't know. That's just my opinion. Um, Arkansas minus three and a half was my lock of the week. I said this would be the chance for uh, Auburn to pull the trigger and fire Brian Harson, and they did just that. Arkansas established the run. Auburn's just not good. They're just – Ashford's not going to beat you. He's not going to really beat an SEC opponent. I don't know if he already has. I'll be shocked if they do. Um Arkansas minus three and a half was easy as can be. Notre Dame plus three in the Carrier Dome against Syracuse. Um, if I remember correctly, there was a block punt. There was a pick six on the first play. So, few things went our way, but the the Notre Dame defense and special teams showed up. Um, and the rushing attack. Yes. Run and, it all over him. Schrader didn't play or he got hurt. I think he got no, hurt. No, he played. He got hurt, though. Early, though, right? I think it was the first half he got hurt. Um, I don't know. I think it was in the second half, but he's the one that threw the opening pick six. Yeah. Um, so I go five and two, and we finally can bounce back and hit a lock in college. Um, so one of our better weeks of the year. If we wouldn't have ended it with Kentucky, we'd have been sitting really, really nice, and we nearly got Ohio State, even if we maybe shouldn't have. Um, all right, you – I don't know why Bam's trying to fuck. I had five thing. picks and none of – and all won all of them. <laughs> <laughs> That's an odd way to say it. <laughs> what I was trying to say was none of them were even close to losing. Really? There was like they were all no doubters. Mm-hmm. That Arkansas was that a blowout? Yeah. Really? Notre Dame was a blowout. Forty-one twenty-four. Arkansas forty-one twenty-seven. Minnesota thirty-one nothing. Iowa thirty-three to thirteen. The block punt with Notre Dame is what secured it. It was. I felt like. Actually, there was a moment where Syracuse had a lot of momentum, and then it was the pick. Notre Dame got a big interception, and then the block punt secured it and put it out of reach late in the fourth or middle of the fourth quarter. But, yeah, nothing was ever really. Yeah, I mean, Notre Dame was underdogs and never trailed. Coastal was underdogs and never trailed. And then the other favorites, they they won easily. Yeah. Uh, Joseph, you went. Two and one, you were on Washington State, you were on Penn State, got lucky there, and then you had Wake Forest <laughs> minus have to, huh? Wake Forest minus four and a half. So you said that you felt like Sam Hartman didn't really play that bad. No, I didn't say that. What'd you say then? That's what you alluded to. I guess I shouldn't have said it's not as bad as it looks because it I looks- was so wrong about that stupid ass coming up shit, whatever you call that, the the RPO. Yeah. Where it comes up to the offensive line, that sh- that bit him in the ass. Yeah, the real delayed. The, um, he got strip sacked at least three or four times in the third quarter. Well, I sent it to you. He had no time. His his best offensive lineman, his left tackle, went out. Um, the second half, their drives resulted in six turnovers. Offensive drives for Wake Forest: pick six, fumble, fumble, interception, fumble, three and out punt, pick six, fumble. Interception, meaningless touchdown. Yep. That's about as bad as it gets. And I told you that Hartman has these games, and you said he hasn't had one yet. He hasn't had one yet. He hasn't. Well, now he has. Well, I've only been betting this year. (laughs) That's why I picked him. I tried to tell you, though, that Hartman has these games. Well... Maybe you should tell me before the podcast so I can change my mind. Well, I told you on it, and then you said he hasn't had yeah, one I'm not going to switch mid-podcast. Come on. Yeah, and you shouldn't. Real. You shouldn't. But right when you said that, he hasn't had one yet. In the back of your mind, you should have been like, but is he about to? 
Dude, I'll tell you what, that Louisville crowd showed up too. They were rocking in there while I was watching <laughs> it. <laughs> were they really? Dude, they were loud. Uh, I was impressed. Oh, yeah. Oh, I forgot they played. Yeah, they played Louisville. They played that was good. the one where I was considering. That's why I was like, it says you should take Louisville with the points. But Oh, man, they just destroyed them. Yeah, no, that was a fishy line, though. Yeah. yeah. Um, Bad pick. All right, so we will look ahead to a, a stacked. I know, damn it. I'm on top of everything over here. Oh, really? um, you said you should remember it. Good luck remembering it. I just, what do you mean? You got to write it down to remember it. No shit. That's what I'm doing. God. We got requested to timestamp these picks for a couple people, so we will, in <coughs> fact, do that. Um, but, all right. Episode 131, we're looking at fucking week 10. I'm so all out of sorts because I, <laughs> I, just, I just restarted the podcast in my head because I'm trying to write down this fucking number as it's ticking. <laughs> all right. No, it's been crazy to start. Episode, uh, I'm doing it again. I'm doing it again. I'm having a stroke. All right. NCAA Week 10. We look ahead to, I would say, the best week of the year. I think it goes without saying. You got Tennessee. You got Tennessee and Georgia. You got LSU and Bama in Tiger Stadium. I currently have six plays. Um, I'm open to adding a couple, but. Yeah, I am too. How many do y'all have? I have four right now. I have five, but I ended up straying away from, from one of them, a Friday night game. Okay. Um, how many do you have? Four. All right. Um, yeah, Justin's out with food poisoning and didn't give any picks. So take that for what it's worth. All right. My first one. So does anybody have midweek? I, I don't. I got one. Nothing? No. Okay, um, and there's games going on currently, and the fucking World Series is on. Oh, baby, the Phillies are up two nothing. I'm not. I, we gotta hurry this up. Um, okay, sorry. All right, I'm locking back in. I'm fucking spiraling. Do you have anything on Wednesday? Me? Yes. Mm-mm. No. No. Just Friday. All right, I do have. Maybe not. <laughs> okay. What's the matter? Um, I was looking at Central Michigan and Northern Illinois. So I was looking at Central Michigan plus four. It's now six. Why? What came out? Is I it, don't know. Is it, I think, so Lou Nichols was expected to come back and play. Has it been confirmed that he is out, perhaps? I mean, when I was looking at this game, it was just surprising to me that Central Michigan's record is as bad as it is. Yeah. Um, Fuck. But I also haven't been following close enough to understand why. Um, shit. All right. Yeah, I was fucking busy today. Um, so I'm leaning Central Michigan. But now I'm questioning why it went to six in less than 24 hours. If that. Does anybody know anything that I should know? No. Somebody must be betting on something. On fucking, them. That's what. Yeah, but two points that quick. Honestly, it was four. Like I say, twenty four hours. It was four like three hours ago. The game's tomorrow. Yes. Yeah. If somebody's putting big money, <clears throat> then right. yeah, it will move a lot. I guess. Um. All right. I'm still gonna take Central Michigan then. Plus six. I guess. Yeah. 
I'm trying to see real quick. Jesus, I could be making a, a fucking horrible, horrible mistake. There ain't no fucking way. Something, something. It's good. It's a smaller game, sir. It's not. No, I know. Um. All right. Yeah, I'm going to take Central Michigan. And the reason being, um, I feel like, like you just said, it's weird looking at their record. Central Michigan still coached by Jim McElwain, unless maybe he just got fired and that's why it's moving. Lou Nichols III has missed the last two games with an injury. He was probable last week but didn't go. I'd assume we see him back on the field. And when he is on the field, he's one of the best running backs in football, let alone in the MAC. Um, I like Daniel Richardson, soft redshirt sophomore quarterback. He has the ability. He doesn't run, but he has the ability to extend plays, find people downfield. I'm going to take the team getting points in this one. It's as simple as that for me. I think the Chippewas can pound away. I'm, I'm banking on Lou Nichols coming back. That was the basis of my pick. I just looked to confirm if perhaps he was ruled out, and maybe that's why the line moved even more in favor of Northern Illinois. I don't see anything. I'll go ahead and take the Chippewas plus six on Wednesday night. I can't pass up Wednesday night football, and for what it's worth, although I don't sound very confident clearly, I do very well betting Wednesday football. Um, All right, Joseph, what is yours? You said Thursday or Friday? Yeah, Friday. Okay. What do you have? What game is it? It is uh, Duke and Boston College. Oh, I think I might have a Friday game too. Um, oh, you want me to give it? Really? I was almost on this game. So, yeah. I'll Yeah, go ahead. <clears throat> Hopefully it's not like one of those games where it's like I should learn my lesson from this Wake Forest and Louisville because it feels like this line isn't big enough mm-hmm. with Duke at minus 9.5, but I'm still going with Duke minus 9.5. Boston College sucks. They just lost 13-3 to against UConn, um, which is what makes me think this is so fishy, so I really hope I'm not <clears throat> going to learn my lesson here, but I like Riley it. Leonard moves the ball. He does. I like easily. Duke a lot, and and but I I nearly took Boston College in this one. This is the game I that I I did I strayed away from, but I was gonna pick Boston College. Oh, I hate that. They beat. They <laughs> beat. <laughs> <laughs> I really was so close, and I like Duke a lot. I feel like Duke's been kind of riding the, the coattails of their turnover margin. Um, Jerkovic came. In, I don't know. It. I don't coming off a hard fought. Loss against UNC, who's a really good football team. Beat Miami. Nine and a half. Pretty they easily. They are playing well, but. They're playing really well. Frickin' Boston College is one and seven against the spread. They're like the yeah. worst. Why is it nine country. and a half? Exactly. You're right. And it, then um, this is just their crazy. only win against the spread was an outright win against Louisville. Yeah. Right. 34-33. Jerkovic, they had high expectations for him coming in this season. He's not. No. Exceeded even or even touched any of them. Is this one of those where I make the decision? And right then their now defense, to their Boston College's defense is what's going to keep them in this game. Yeah, so I'm, I'm switching. That's what, Give me Boston College of, plus nine because and a half. Duke wants to run the ball too. Riley Leonard is good, and they can push the ball down the field. But oh, you're complete one eightying. <laughs> yes. Give me Boston College plus nine and a half. Which day is this? This is Friday. Friday. All right. Give me Boston College plus nine and a half. Give me Boston College plus nine. That's how that's how you yeah. That's how you work together to um great analysis, guys. That's how you find you find your way to a pick. Um if it touches ten, even better. But currently we will take it 
Boston College plus nine and a half. I have a Thursday game. Okay. I'm surprised you're not on it. I feel like we're always on it. Okay. Go uh, ahead. App State and Coastal. You're not touching it? Let me hear what you have to say first. All right. Um. With that being said, so I got it at two and a half. It's currently looks like it might be at three. I'm sure you can fish around and find two and a half. It's a Coastal Carolina team that is struggling to stop this run to stop the run this year. Although 323 yards allowed uh, by Old Dominion in a route inflates that number a little bit. App State took this one 30 to 27 last year. Both of these defenses um, have their fair shares of struggling when it comes to getting off the field on third down. I'm just going to give the edge. I give the edge a little bit to App State here. I th- I really like Cameron Peoples at running back, and Chase Bryce is just playing well. So I feel like Coastal's defense is the difference for me in this one. I feel like App State's defense has a better chance of holding up. I feel like it's going to be back and forth. There's going to be a lot of points scored, but I trust App State's defense to find their way off of the field more than I do Coastal's. So with a small number at two and a half is what I have it at, I'm going to take App State. I don't have a strong, like, that ain't my lock, but – this is a coastal team that <clears throat> I feel like hasn't played the strongest of competition and hasn't I feel like they've underperformed as compared to expectations, at least Vegas expectations. Yeah. And this was a game I was looking at like the looking lost ahead. Dominion. It's like what the fuck? Because at the end of Saturday I I <clears throat> go, bam, I'm looking at week nine matchups and I'm like waiting for the spreads to come out the next day. And this one came out at like one and a half. So people jumped all over App State. You lean coastal? No. Okay. I was going to bet App State, but once it moves so much, it's like, uh, I don't know. I still, three or less, I like, uh, that's what, I'll take it at two and a half. If I can get it at th- at two and a half, I'd probably take it. Yeah, I got it today at two and a half. Okay. Um, well, then I'll take App State at two, at two and a half. Okay. Yeah, I just... It's kind of like they slept walk at the beginning of the Georgia State game, and then it was just like this is probably like this is something I noticed last week because I bet I bet Coastal against Marshall and Coastal got out to twenty one nothing, and then I think I don't think they scored another touchdown. Mm-hmm. No, the offense has been stalling out, and it the hasn't defense been as played crisp. okay, but it's like it seemed like it could have been if Marshall just could execute a little bit better, then they probably would have been able to come back and make it us make a serious chance at winning, but... um, And App State's a 10 times more formidable threat on offense than Marshall is. Yeah, I think what will probably happen is that Coastal will end up getting worn down in this one, and, mm-hmm. and then App State will probably take over on the ground. That's what... Yeah, that's exactly what I'm thinking. Because I, I understand. That's why I put in there. I understand 323 yards from Old Dominion rushing the football inflates the number a little bit, but this is a team that's struggling to stop the run. So App State's going to get in short yardage situations, and then they're going to be able to pick it up on the ground, which... We saw against Georgia State. That's the only way they're going to attempt to pick up third downs, apparently. But Chase Bryce is capable. Coastal being seven and one, and App State being five and three. Like this should be both of these teams like seven and one. But the fact that App State is five and three, I like them even more. So yeah, give me uh, what are they? The Mountaineers. Yeah. And so yeah, okay, you're taking them as well. All right. Um. All right, so now there you go. We've got Wednesday, Thursday, Friday. I had to work my way to the Friday game, but I think my record's twelve and three midweek. 
college football. Maybe eleven and three. I got to go back and look. I might have added one. Um. All right, Saturday. Who wants it first? Um, I'll go because I have the first game. Air Force okay. minus seven at Army. This game. Uh, it's not at Army, actually. Air Force minus seven versus Army. The game's being played in Arlington, Texas. At Jerry World? Um, I I imagine. Is this the one at 1030? Yes. What? It's weird. It's 30 minutes early. Yeah. It's weird. No, this is at Choctaw Stadium. No idea, but it is in Arlington. I guess it doesn't have a roof. There's weather in the forecast? I don't know. 15% uh, chance of rain that day. Wait, why are you... What do you mean by... It doesn't have a roof. I thought you were like alluding to. Well, I thought you were saying that like alluding to. Like I remember your, seeing that it was at Choctaw now, but when you said Jerry's World, then I thought about a roof. Does it but, have something to do with your pick? <laughs> um, I'll just go ahead and say it. I'm on the over thirty nine and a half. Okay. <laughs> All right. But the um, rain kind of would concern you a little okay. bit. But I mean, maybe it could play either way though, because it just mad these teams the transferring of the ball handoff. Or, or keep, and then the pitch, a wet ball can mean more fumbles. If you fumble it in opponent territory or or in your own territory, it's better for the over. Mm-hmm. Vice versa, it's not. But um, the first and second ranked rushing offenses in the country, the interesting thing here is that the rush defenses in this matchup aren't as strong as they usually are, especially Army, who surrendered over 200 yards per game. On the ground, I think both of these offenses are are capable of creating explosive plays. I think Army will have to try to uh, go into the bag of tricks a little bit to try to keep this one close. So I'm going to go with the over 39 and a half. Okay. Um, Yeah, I'm not on it. Um, All right, my next one brings me to Georgia and Tennessee. Do you have a side on this one? No. Okay, I really want to take Georgia with the points. Everyone is on Tennessee. Everyone. Literally everybody. But I'm not. I'm going to take the over 65 and a half. I feel like it's undeniable what Tennessee's able to do on offense. I feel like this is. So it does worry me a little bit because Tennessee has shown the ability to get after the quarterback, and Stetson Bennett has shown the ability to struggle a little bit this year. Um I don't think Tennessee will have an answer for Brock Bowers at all. I feel like Georgia will be the one to test this Tennessee secondary downfield, what Kentucky refused to do. But And the Georgia defense is very good, but it's not as good. I, I feel like Tennessee's going to put up points in this one. I feel like Georgia, at, at, at an eight-and-a-half-point spread, they're going to also have to put up points. I think they'll be able to put up points. I'm going to take the over 65 and a half. It's not a good Tennessee secondary. It is a good Tennessee pass rush. If Georgia's offensive line can hold up, I think there's going to be a lot of points scored in this one, I think. So I'll take the over 65 and a half. Yeah, I would lean Tennessee in this one. It is. It does seem I wouldn't be surprised if they won. Yeah, I mean. But then again, I'm not betting it for a reason. It's just one of I'm those. Not falling. I think Tennessee's just their offense. I think it, it is reminiscent to 2019 LSU, where a lot of people paid the price for consistently expecting them to falter and can they keep doing what they're doing type of thing. And that's why I'm not taking Georgia, is because I feel like 
one, we saw firsthand 2019 LSU, which this is not the same team. This is not that that team couldn't hold Tennessee couldn't hold 2019 LSU's jockstrap. But with that being said, it is undeniable what they're able to do on the offensive side of the ball. Hendon Hooker, I mean, has got to be in the conversation for Heisman, especially oh, yeah. if they I, win. in my eyes he's the front runner. If they win this game, he's. I don't think Stroud does enough them. in the big games. Yeah. No, I agree. It was yeah. the, their defense that ended up really yeah. make winning that game for them. No, yeah, I agree. That's why I tweeted out he's not. You can't mention him in the same breath as uh, Bryce Young. You just can't. But yeah, Hendon Hooker realistically probably should be the front runner. So, and and if he wins this game, then he will be. Yeah, he will be. Yeah, he could give it to him. He could potentially find himself like, could he pull a Joe Burrow, win the Heisman Trophy, and go number one? <sighs> I don't know. This class is well. Why not though? Because Tua was the consensus. It seemed like Tua was going to be the number one, and then Tua got hurt. I understand, but Joe Burrow wasn't even looked at as a first round quarterback. Yeah, I mean it is kind of similar, but it's eerily similar. The defense, they just don't have the talent we had on defense. Understand the defense was... Joe like, Burrow just had, at this point in the year, though, Joe Burrow had so many touchdowns. Yeah. M- many more than Well, Jamar Hooker. Chase by himself had like 23. Yeah. So, and then Justin Jefferson had five in the first half against Oklahoma. So. No, they both had 20 touchdowns that year. Joe Burrow accounted for 60 touchdowns yeah. in 2019. Yeah. Um. I still feel like though it's like if he beats Bama and then goes on the road and beats Georgia, he's only ha- he only has one interception. He's got what twenty five touchdowns and one pick, so you still have what less than half the year. But he could find it. I mean, he's on pace for fucking forty five touchdowns and two interceptions. Yeah, probably not going to end up with that. But if he does, it's like I mean I don't know. He goes top five, I would think. Somebody's taking him early. It's just the the talent that's there. I think if Tua may, may have not, if he wouldn't have gotten hurt, I think he still might have gone number one. Yeah, it's definitely possible. Um, and then Herbert really didn't have that good of a senior year I when Cristobal. I think Cristobal held him back. Yeah, no doubt. In hindsight, like being able to see what he's capable of doing now. Yeah, I don't know. I I, I feel like minimally he's got to go top ten. Then I feel like he's got to go top ten if if he's able to continue what he's doing. But, yeah, for that reason, I, I'm going to stay away from taking Georgia with the points. But it's just one of those where it's, so many people are on Tennessee. Like, everywhere I look, everyone's on Tennessee. Yeah, and you, would, you expect it. The eight and a half. And yeah. It's like, but it does feel like, yeah, is Georgia going to be able to stop Tennessee two, two possessions in a row and score on those possessions? I think the key is like that um, – Tennessee's rush defense is also is also really yes. good. Yeah. So that accompanied with the pass rush, it kind of it helps that their secondary it helps the secondary, which is it's covering is below up, average. It's covering up a weakness. Yeah, in the back end. Yeah, I don't know. We will see. Because Stetson Bennett. But I mean, a lot of people were saying the same thing about LSU that LSU the defense at the end would be what would fail them. Yeah, and it didn't. Yeah, and if anything, it's just when you have that offense that can. Just score like yeah. that. It's like that is your defense almost. Well, you you put the opponent into the, the, whoever they're they playing is always fucking throwing. Yeah. So they're gonna yeah. surrender passing yards because yeah. it makes it to where you can't afford to have 
a three and out. Right. Because, okay, they scored. We go three and out. They just scored again. It's like, okay, now we're fucked. Now whatever game plan we had is out the window. Now we got to air it out. We got to really push the ball downfield. So, yeah, it, it. I don't know. I'm going to keep an eye on it and see what the line does, but probably going to end up staying away, away from it at the end, but we never know. Okay. Um. Yeah, I mean, these big games, I have a, I have a hard time not betting them, too, because I want to have a vested interest. But um, are you on LSU-Bama? No. No? Are you? If I'm going to be here watching it with you guys fucking drinking, I'm definitely on it. <laughs> <laughs> There's no way I'm not. Yeah, I mean, <clears throat> that's probably not the best way. But I'm also doing it. So, yeah. Um, all right, which side are you on? Uh, I'm on a point total. As on under again. Mm, I'm on You're the on over. I am. Well, Actually, I'm not. This is the one um, that I have not placed yet, but I very much lean over. over. Yeah. Well, my reasoning is, obviously, and this is usually always one of my reasoning, is uh, the crowd. I think it could be a factor here in the nighttime at, uh, in Death Valley. And uh, even even after giving up 52 to, to Tennessee, Bama's still on the year only averaging – uh, only giving up defensively 16 points per game. Yeah, they have one of the top third down defenses as well. Yes, and I think LSU's defense will play enough behind that home crowd. Uh, maybe not to keep them in the game, but I think it's it's enough to to keep them under the number. Yeah, and it's interesting. I I just briefly noticed this doing my research for my other games. Both of these teams are like near the top in the top 25 of passing touchdowns surrendered this year. I think neither team surrendered more than eight passing touchdowns. Well, Bama's secondary has been suspect this year. Yeah, and that was like five or six to Tennessee. Yeah. Right, right. And look what Tennessee did to us. So I think that's a little It wasn't any more than, than 10 for sure. Yeah. So what would you lean under? Um. I mean, if Ellis I, – I don't know. That's why I'm just staying it's away because of what I hope – like yeah, it's, and that's it's what, yeah. in the sense these two big games like this, Georgia and Tennessee is number one versus number two. It's like there was just in kinda in my head, I'm hoping that it's close. So it's like I want to take the underdog yeah. getting eight and a half points. Yeah. But that's why I just need to think about it longer. Yeah, I mean I don't know. And then in let... the over I think the over is like kind of the public play here for the LSU game. Yeah. With LSU's offense getting hot, yeah. Daniel's looking good. I just think that no, I get it. Can... I get it, but it's so they're favored by thirteen. Correct. So is it thirteen flat? It's been coming down drastically. Yeah, I've seen thirteen and a half earlier. That's what I saw. It was fourteen and a half last week, and that's when I wanted to take it. Oh yeah. <laughs> what? Nothing. Bob Arnold finally responded to me. Oh yeah. Yeah, he just tweeted at us and said, We're, I don't see the podcast. Y'all have picks tonight. <laughs> We're doing it right now, Mr. Bob. Stay away from Tuesday night action. Um, yeah, so I'm going under 58 and a half here, LSU. Bay. So and the number's not really that high, though. It's not. It's yeah. I see 58 and a half. It's yeah. probably lower now, if I had to guess. I... Fuck, I'm going to be so mad at you. If I might switch because it is, it's like I know, I know that overs are more of like the popular. Well, yes, but 
I, I rarely take overs too. And I and I'm like I potentially have two. Fuck it. I'll switch. I'll switch. Fuck. Yes. I just I don't know. Just switch. Don't think about it. What are you gonna do if it doesn't hit? What do you mean? It's gonna be your fault. Why would it be my fault? Something? It's gonna be your fault, if anything, for switching. You just you should reimburse me if it doesn't hit. What what are we at? Fifty eight and a half? Fifty eight and a half. Whatever. Yeah. I might end up taking LSU. But I'm gonna wait. I want to, but then I'm like I think I'm this mad. line can move again. I think some people better. Could. You think more money's gonna come in on Bay? It might go to fourteen. Yeah. Well it was fourteen and a half when I sent it to you last week. Yeah, but two weeks ago before 17. it was seventeen, yeah. seventeen and a half. It was like Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, but that's always gonna change. And it's like is Daniels weeks. is Daniels gonna be able to get away from I mean, historically, Alabama has kind of struggled a little bit against mobile quarterbacks. Yeah. And he's like... Saban's going to game plan. The best had. running quarterback in the country, basically. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I mean, I mean, he really is. Yeah. yeah. And he's playing his best football of his career right now. Yeah, yeah 11 touchdowns in the past two games. And that's where I'm like, and we have guys at receivers, so if yeah. you're trusting the guys more now, and I I understand like the stats with Bama's defense and all that, but maybe it's maybe it's just sticking in my head from Tennessee, which it can't you can't carry that over really because it Tennessee's in a different class, but watching the Bama secondary against Texas, like I feel like they're susceptible, so. I think the score last year was twenty to fourteen or twenty to thirteen. Yeah. yeah. And Alabama to me was better last year. LSU is was way worse last year yeah. than they are this year. It just I don't know if they had all their guys that game, Alabama. Yeah, I don't know. But I do also feel like we can put points on the board. Yeah. So yeah, I don't LSU's know. offense has just been a little bit too inconsistent for me to think that we're gonna come out and hang forty on them. Yeah, but against the best competition, they're playing their best. So, yeah, they played very well. But that's what kind of Florida makes me on lean the road, under. and then Ole Miss. Um, yeah, I don't know. I'll take the under. We'll see what happens. I got. I feel like I got to have something on it. But all right, what is uh? What do you have for Saturday? Oh, um, I have one more, and then my lock. Same. South Carolina minus seven at Vanderbilt. South Carolina's offense is really bad this year with Spencer Rattler. I mean, yeah, Spencer Rattler. Um, they really depend on their defense to keep them in games, but even even the defense has struggled against the run this year, giving up 4.2 yards per carry. Vanderbilt's defense sucks. It's the worst in the SEC, but um, I think that – I don't know how good South Air- I think South Carolina's offense just might not be good enough to run away with this one. I think Vanderbilt's offense just may be good enough to keep it close, but they'll have to lean on the run here and try to exploit that weakness that I think South Carolina's defense has to to stay ahead of the chain. So I'm going to go ahead and take Vanderbilt at home plus seven. Okay. How many more do you have uh, before you lock? Me? Yeah. Just one more in the lock. Okay. Uh, me as well. What about you? One more. And then your lock? Yeah. Okay. Um. All right, night game, Cal, USC. Obviously, I know Cal very well. Having, um, Are you on this as well? No. Oh, you tapped your paper. Um, I've gotten a good look at Cal. USC's back mm-hmm. home after two, a two-game road stretch where they went one and one. Utah with a brutal a brutal loss. Um, this is a, a, a USC team that doesn't look as dominant as it has in the beginning of the year. 
We just saw Cal get beat up by Oregon. They were 4-15 on third down, contrary to Jack Plummer's ability to move the chains. As I said, I don't like Plummer, and I think Cal will be outclassed in this one. Even with a spotty USC defense, they still lead the nation in turnover margin. Jack Plummer will give you an opportunity to take the ball away. I'm taking USC minus 21. I think they come back, and this is a uh, – I just – I like this spot for USC, and I don't like Cal. So USC back home, safe to say that the road the road uh, trip didn't go the way they were, they were hoping. One loss, if they go – if a couple teams lose and then they go on a dominant stretch and win the Pac-12, do they find their way into the playoff? I doubt it, but I'm sure they feel like they potentially have a chance. Um, I'll take USC, minus 21. Okay, Joseph, you go. I'm, I need to look into some for a second. All right. Um, my next pick is going to be uh, Utah and Arizona over 67 and a half. Um. Okay, is Cam Rising? It, Cam Rising, that's my first point I'm going to make, is is Rising's status right now is still unknown. Um, But the fact, I'm, I'm expecting him to play here. Um, And I'm going to I'm gonna ride with this. I'm going with the over because um, you just look at both these teams offensively. Utah averaging 38.5 points per game and Arizona averaging 38. I know you don't just go off those numbers alone. <clears throat> what you got? The Phillies are up 4 nothing. Nice, what any? The top of the third. Damn. Sorry to cut you off. Oh, you good. But we're fucking, we're fucking <clears throat> the city of rolling, Houston huh? right now. Um, Early. Um, I've been noticing the Phillies. Uh, Harper, home, two-run home run. Boom. Put a ball over the fence. And then Marsh, we're getting, what did I say? Marsh, you got to get hits out of the bottom, of the, of, the bottom of the order. Yep. yep. All right. Continue. Yeah, Sorry. Yeah. yeah. For those that don't know, twenty-two to one odds. Uh, Utah, I think, I think they'll score the ball with ease. You look at Arizona this year; they're giving up a lot of points. As I said, thirty-eight points per game. Um, no, I said th- they're scoring thirty-eight p- points per game, but they're also giving up. Um, what is it? Yeah, they're g- also giving up thirty-eight points per game as well. Uh, this just has overwritten all over it for me. Uh, Jaden Delora can can sling the ball as well. He's averaging 340 passing yards per game this year. Uh, Utah's defense can play a little ball, but I think Delora can move it enough and put up about 24 to 25 points, which is what I I think I'll need to hit the over here. Okay. Um. Yeah, I don't I don't have an opinion on it. I would say it it's strange to me that Rising didn't play, but it's Last also minute. strange to strange to me the well I feel like they they knew. But they just kept it under wraps. They knew the whole time. They had to know. I th- I would have thought that something may have came up last minute. And no, I highly doubt play. it. He was in street clothes. I I I feel like they knew. They had to know, and, and that worries me going forward. Um, it's also, it's also. You're not gonna know. Clearly, they're gonna play it close to the vest, and you won't know till kickoff. Well, so. I still, even with the backup, think that this overheads. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Washington State's defense is is much better than Arizona. Arizona has one of the bottom defenses in college football. Mm-hmm. Okay. Yeah. No, I'm not, I'm not um, disputing it by any means. Um. All right. What is your okay um, Saturday pick before you lock? James Madison at Louisville. Louisville seven and a half point favorites. And I'm gonna um let down spot. Don't do this. 
go and roll with James Madison here. I've been waiting they, for a spot for them to uh to bet on them this year. I think this is a good one. They were playing really well earlier in the year, weren't they? Yeah, they were. Um, they have the number one rush defense in the nation, fifty five point six yards per game. They only allow I rush defense. I one offense like what point eight five yards per rush. Okay. Wow. Yeah, I I feel like. Just from an outside perspective, I haven't looked into this at all. I feel like Louisville's very inconsistent, and they just got a huge Yeah, no, win. that's how I feel. Every year, though, it happens with them where it yeah. looks like, oh, they might kind of be okay, and then bam. Yeah. I think this is a big letdown spot for him. Um, Louisville coming off against a big win against not- Wake Forest was ranked number 10 at the time. Demolished. Um, Demolished. So I'm going with the fourth president, James Madison. Plus seven and a half. <laughs> Is that what you had to Google, which president he was? <laughs> <laughs> and then, like, the other thing it says, like, uh, it's like suggesting what other people also search for. It says, uh-huh. was James Madison a good president? <laughs> yeah, people wonder that. They Thomas Jefferson. I know, but they wonder, weird, like, Thomas Jefferson. It's a weird thing to search. Google, yeah. Google Thomas Jefferson. And you're going to find some shit that you don't Yeah, but say. Google's um putting bullshit out there, and everybody knows it. Yeah, but Thomas Jefferson, it has factually been proven that he did some things that you don't want to find out oh, about. Oh, he wrote the Declaration of Independence. He also, I don't know. No, nah, I know what you're talking about, but there's, there's some people that say that that's not true. Like, there's conflicting sources on that. That's a big, that's a big... But people say crazy shit like that all the time. It's like, how would they actually, how, how would that? Well, we're you can joking. go ahead and even say it. No one's going to get mad. Well, that he had, we'll move on to the locks. Um, I didn't recap the records, but going, so before we do our locks of the week, uh, like I said, I went five and two. That brings me to 38, 37 and three. Finally above 500, been treading water like I'm in Castaway, but we've, we're here now, so. The, the ceiling is the roof, like Michael Jordan said. Four, five, and one in my locks of the week. Nick swept the board, five and oh, 39, 21, and three. That's probably 65%. Yeah. Um, if my rough math is correct. It's eight, exactly 65%. Is it? Yeah. Hmm. Eight, <laughs> one, and one in his locks of the week. And then Joseph went two and one. He sits at 15 and 22 and 1, 5 and 5 in his locks of the week. Justin went 1 and 2. He sits at 22, 27, 6 and 5 in his locks of the week. He did hit on Arkansas, um, which was also my lock of the week. So we will go ahead and look ahead to the locks of the week. I'll let you go first again. All right. Texas minus two and a half at 13th ranked Kansas State. Kansas State coming off a huge 48 to nothing win against Oklahoma State. The Wildcats are riding high, but watch out because Texas is coming off of a bye. Uh, you look at at the games Kansas State has lost against Tulane. They gave up 160 yards on the ground against TCU. They give up 215 yards on the ground, and they allowed TCU to run it 56 times against Oklahoma, a game Kansas State won. It surrendered 220 yards on the ground, 6.5 yards per carry. Texas rushing attack is better than all three of those teams I just mentioned. Uh, Texas lost a big lead last time they played against Oklahoma State. This was a game where Texas was penalized 14 times for 119 yards. Oklahoma State wasn't penalized at all in that game. Um, Quinn Ewers has to play better. Texas is the better team. In terms of yards per play and yards per play allowed, they're the better team at finishing drives in the red zone, and they're better at defending the red zone. I, I like Texas to bounce back here. I think 
they finally get it together. I'm taking Texas minus two and a half. Okay. All righty. Uh, my lock of the week, we're looking at Clemson and Notre Dame. Um, I'll just come right out and say it. I am on the under. I got this at 47 and a half. I saw 46 and a half today. It's dropping fast. Get it as soon as you can. I'm taking the under. I'll take 46 and a half, even though I got 47 and a half. Uh, wind is expected to be nearly 20 miles an hour in this one. You know what they say about wind? It's hard to score when there's wind. Why do people think Notre Dame can win this game? That's what I want to know. Yeah. A I lot of a, people seem to think they can, and so that makes me like the under even more. Well, this thing got bet down to like three and then two and a half, and then bam, bounced back to four. So somebody was waiting. And jumped on bounced. that shit. Of probably a few people, a few big betters must have jumped on that when it, it touched two and a half, three points. Yeah, I'm going to take a stab at the under. Notre Dame just dropped 41 on Syracuse, as we as we just saw and talked about, but that number's deceiving. First play pick six and a block punt. Uh, gave them another touchdown. It, it gave them, I don't know what yard line, but they got it like inside the 10. They scored very shortly after. Uh, it made up for a poor performance from Drew Pine. Drew Pine's not good. How do they expect to go in and put up points on Clemson? So if if there's betters out there that may know more than I do and they think Notre Dame is going to be inside this number, I would assume we're expecting a defensive performance. I think we'll see a defensive performance. Clemson struggling offensively. They went to Klubnik last time out, if I remember correctly, and he did not do very well. They have a great defense. Drew Pine's a really bad quarterback, and for Notre Dame to have even a semblance of a chance, their defense is going to have to play their best game of the year. 20-mile-an-hour wins on top of that. I'm taking the under 46.5 as my lock of the week. Notre Dame is top 20 in time of possession. They're going to try to run the ball. They're going to try to take the air out of the football. Give me the under, 46.5. What are your thoughts? Um, I think that's probably a good bet. It is a low number, but. I think um, Clemson is going to win big here. And that Notre Dame probably won't score much. Yeah, I could. I'm. I'm hoping. Like, yeah, I don't think Notre Dame's going to score much at all, which is why I'm very surprised. I nearly. I really wanted to take Clemson with the points as well, but I'm surprised the faith that some people have in Notre Dame. But I would assume if they're going to have even a remotely of a chance, it's like their defense. I think a lot of people still don't believe in Clemson. It's just a matchup here. Such. Their defense Such is a bad so one for Notre good, Dame. Their def- Clemson's defense. I don't think Notre good. Dame's going to have too much success running it. Not enough to keep it really close. Well, Pine can't hit wide open receivers. Yeah, and then you have a four-point spread. It's like... Yeah. I almost took Clemson here. I might, add, I might add Clemson, I'm to waiting honest. to see if he'll come back down. Yeah, I don't know. But that's my under 46.5 lock of the week. Joseph, what is your lock? My luck of the week is what Nick just touched on, Texas and Kansas State mm. over 54 and a half. It wasn't yours, um, was that? Are you on the same pick as Nick? No, he's on Texas minus two and a half, oh, okay. correct? Two yes, and a half? Yes, or might have been two. What was it? Two and a half. Okay. Yeah, to piggyback off what he said, uh, I, I think coming off a bye here, that Texas gets it going offensively, and I think that we're – Kind of overreacting here with Kansas State and how they shut them. Like, their defense is good, clearly. They just shut out Oklahoma State and Spencer Sanders, but I I believe it's a little bit of an overreaction, and Texas's offense is too good to not put up points here. Ewers, Bijan's going to be running the ball all over them. Uh, and Kansas State can score themselves, uh, whether it's Martinez or Howard, uh, because Martinez is a – Yeah, I don't know if he's a game-time decision, but it's still unclear right now. 
okay. whether he's playing or not. So just my thoughts. Um, I'm not on it. I haven't looked into it. But from an outside perspective, it's like two teams that I feel like are going to try to establish the run now. Um, yeah, but I think Texas, I mean, they have the better quarterback. Yeah. The, the reason why I was on Texas mainly was because um, – I think that to beat Texas, you kind of have to throw the ball. Uh-huh. The only team that really had a good amount of success running it against them so far was was Alabama. Yeah, they didn't go over two hundred yards, but they averaged over six yards per carry. Um, so that was a big reason why I was taking Texas here. I don't know you're how how much that the quarterbacks to, are going to be able to take advantage. You're here. confident in Texas' ability to stop the run, then obviously. Yeah, to stop the run, and then. Yeah, just betting on Kansas State's quarterbacks to get it done through there. I know what's the – Howard, he, he did well throwing it last yeah, week for t- passing touchdowns. Mm-hmm. I mean – Yeah, I don't – like I said, I don't – I haven't even – I didn't even look at it. It didn't catch What's the number eye. again? 54 and a half. Okay. Again. And you're going, you're going over? Yeah. Okay. Pretty low, but – Yeah, I mean – uh, yeah, I don't I think I, it's I don't, that low because of what Kansas State did last week and shutting out Oklahoma State. I think it's that was it's, wild. It's, it's wild. I think it's a little bit of an overreaction. To lose like that, Justin was on Oklahoma State. To lose like that, I did not see that coming. I can see a lot of yeah, people I remember taking us under talking here. about it. I think we said we liked Kansas State. Yeah, Oklahoma State's beat up. Yeah. Yeah. And that's why we took them against no, yeah. Texas. The like I was last week was my week to fucking capitalize and I didn't. I said I liked Kansas State, I said I liked UCLA, and I said I liked Louisville. Mm-hmm. Didn't take any of those 3. If I would have added those 3, we could have really What been happened looking. uh real quick? What happened with the uh, UCLA game? They covered. I was keeping an eye on it. That's oh, yeah. all I know. They covered. Oh yeah, you did end up taking that. Huh? No, they were 17 point favorites. I wanted to. If I remember correctly, I'm pretty sure they were 17 point favorites. Um all right. I will we'll do a quick little recap. Um, I'm just going in order that I have it written down. USC minus 21. Central Michigan tomorrow. Central Michigan plus six. God help us on that one. App State minus two and a half. Boston College plus nine and a half. Tennessee and Georgia over 65 and a half. Uh, the old switcheroo on the LSU-Bama game, I'm taking the under 58-and-a-half. And my lock of the week, Clemson-Notre Dame under 46-and-a-half. Okay. Um, App State minus 2-and-a-half. Boston College plus 9-and-a-half. Army Air Force over 39-and-a-half. Texas minus 2-and-a-half. That's my lock. Vanderbilt plus 7. James Madison plus 7. This is something I didn't get to mention. It's what I was looking up. The quarterback for James Madison didn't play against Marshall. Strained oblique, but they he didn't play that week. They had a bye. I haven't been able to see if he's going yet, but I'm kind of banking that he is. Strained, yeah, he should be, yeah. Yeah, a strained oblique. He, it was like, it was a game time flip. Like, I guess he just wasn't good warming up. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So it wasn't a serious injury. Nothing's torn, he just aggravated. I'm guessing he's back, but that was something that I had to look up real quick. Okay. Joseph, go ahead. Friday, 6 o'clock, I'm doing a, a flip as well. Boston College plus 9.5. And, uh, and then uh, Saturday, 6 p.m., LSU-Bama under 58.5. 6.30, I'm going Utah-Arizona over 67.5. And, and my lock of the week is Texas-Kansas State over 54.5. All right, there you go. That is our picks for the college football slate of games. I would deem this as probably one of the best weeks of the year. LSU-Bama, like I said, Georgia-Tennessee. Georgia, uh, a one versus three. Um, 
I would say a subpar start to the podcast. And I was fucking scattered all over. But when we go, um, of the three people sitting at the table, when we go 12 and three, uh, I feel like we have some some leeway there. I feel like, like I said, if you're not listening at this point, I tell everybody on BetSperts, if you're not listening at this point, you're just leaving free money on the table. I don't know what more we got to do. I've always said if you want to say thank you, thank us by telling somebody about the podcast. Thank you. Thank us by hitting subscribe uh, if you want to. If you don't, go fuck yourself. Um, all right, NFL, your first week under under the number, <laughs> under the threshold. Yeah. Um, that was some bullshit, huh? Uh, well, <laughs> you're back, Brady. Uh, Thursday night, Ravens, Buccaneers. I even going into this one, I was I had cold, the coldest of cold feet. The spot called for the Bucks. The Bucks offense is just bad. Brady sucks. It wasn't even. I mean, it was a lot of just. He doesn't him. suck. The whole damn uh, the offensive line's bad. They do, but he sucks. The he, defense. Let's. Forget well, about well, why yeah, this game even shitload, happened. There's a shitload. What of the hell is wrong with Devin White? Oh my god, I know. Not only the not chasing guys, but the getting fucking pancake blocked twenty yards downfield on multiple different yeah, occasions. Yeah. Well, then there was one. Um, Warren Sapp was highlighting it. There was one. The running back is going off. Uh, I don't know who it was. Could have been Edwards. I don't fucking know. Going off the left side. So Devin White. It's here. Levante David is the far linebacker compared to where the ball is. So Devin White, it's like go basically set the edge in a sense, but there was already it was already going downfield. But he's running to go meet the running back and then just stops and then gets blocked, takes out Levante David in the process. Where it's like if you oh, just yeah. go, if you just bolt to the sideline, essentially, he's gonna work his way back in and Levante David's right there on the inside to make the tackle. He like, I don't know what he's doing. He looks like shit. He looks like shit. And no, he, that was the worst. And he was that was the worst that performance shit. I've ever seen out of any linebacker. So many people have said in the that history too. of what, me watching any football. No, yeah, he got rose. Warren Sapp said, "Take the C off his fucking chest." Like, and it's so funny because it's like, oh yeah, we were just we get bored back there. It's like, oh, you get bored, y'all suck dick. Y'all suck dick. You got dominated. He, he that he, was like he said that a couple weeks ago, and then he wanted to talk that shit, throw shots at Jameis. Yeah, I've never seen somebody play that bad of a game it's weird especially someone that's considered one of the top players at, at at that position in the league and a freak athlete like can do probably anything he wants on the field so it's like it's an effort thing it's got to be oh yeah he's like one of the only guys that can when alvin Kamara gets the ball in space yeah. he's like one of the only yeah. the only linebacker probably in the league that can no yeah the, the one play where it's up the right sideline and he's just trotting over there and the dude finds the edge and turns yeah. it into a first down it's like, yeah, I don't know what he's doing. But the other ones went against the runs, like, yeah, there was multiple oh, was different Linderbaum. runs. He Linderbaum. was getting blocked, fucking fifteen to twenty yards downfield, and not By Tyler, getting off Tyler the not getting off the block. It's like, dude, that's the rookie uh, from Iowa, yeah, offensive lineman. He he was very damn good with Iowa, and he embarrassed Devin White multiple times. So yeah, no, I, going into it, I was like, it it's it why it didn't feel like the right side. The spot called for the Bucks. I felt like. We're in trouble. Bucks scored first, if I remember correctly. No, the damn muff punt gave gave the Ravens oh, a free three right. points in that right. kind of. But when you get the muff punt, and they couldn't even come away with the touchdown. That's I'm like, fuck, dude. They settled for the well, field the Bucks goal, right? started fast on offense. They were getting the yeah. ball out outside with the screens and stuff, and then. But but the, it's not all on Brady, but. Brady and Mike Evans are fucking off. Yeah, there was so many occasions there where it's like either 
Evans ran the wrong route or Brady fucking threw it to the wrong spot thinking he was doing something else. Their communication and, and symmetry is, is way off. Well, they got Evans and then Gowan and then. Yeah. Julio, that shit's so funny that they thought like Julio coming back. They did the same thing that the Titans fans did where they were like, Julio's, they're like, oh, he's, he's healthy. He's turning back the clock. Old Julio's coming back. He's going to be the difference on our Super Bowl run. Julio didn't do a goddamn thing with Tennessee. I don't even know. He might have played two games. And then he comes back. Now he's in Tampa. Tom Brady recruits him. He's on the TB12 method, eating fucking strawberries. Or not eating strawberries. And fucking eating avocado salads every day. And now he's never on the field. He's so not a threat, it's not even funny. He was in for like five plays, and he came up limping on two of them. Yeah. The Bucks are bad. The Bucks are really, really bad. And the division's still wide open for the Saints, which is crazy to think. Yeah. Uh, but I still like Julio. Julio sucks. Yeah, but he uh, he won me this bet. So which like bet? Uh, over 44 and a half, fourth and goal. Caught the... Fucking touchdown. Oh, that's end. right. He did get it at the <laughs> that's very the only end. reason I got it. Yeah, you should have just bet the Ravens minus one and a half. Um, Lamar is not that good. No. I've been saying that for years. Who now. thought the fucking Ravens were going to run it like that on them? No, I agree. And Gus, Iver- Gus Edwards, that sucks. I hope, I don't know if it He came. was running good. Yeah, did it come out? Did they say what happened to his knee? No. I don't know. I think it was a no. hyperextension, judging by the look of it, but he just got done rehabbing an ACL yeah. injury. I'm like, dude, that would suck if he fucking hurt his knee again. He's questionable still for next week. Oh, okay. Then it's not any structural no, damage. Okay, good, so. good. It, it looked like he just hyperextended it, but still, I was like, damn, dude, that, that would suck. Um, regardless, Ravens minus one and a half. Yeah, I didn't see it going the way it did, but I... I even said on the podcast, I said it screams to take the Bucks. The spot screams to take the Bucks, but I couldn't do it because their offense just sucks. It it just does. So I, I I I don't know how to even remotely judge that team currently. Um, Commanders plus three, an incredible like ninety yard touchdown drive from Taylor Heineke. They had to convert two separate fourth downs and then a bomb to scary Terry McLaurin on his homecoming. It was his fifth time, sixth time playing in Indianapolis stadium and his first time in the NFL. He won like two or three state championships there. Catches the ball on Stephon Gilmore on the one-yard line. Takes his fucking – I guess he took his helmet off after because they didn't hit him with the DJ Moore uh, penalty. But screaming at everybody that this is his city, that this is his shit, puts the team on his back. Fucking touchdown to win and cover with, I mean, seconds to go. It was an incredible drive. We needed to have it. Taylor Heineke, not very good, but he fucking comes through when you need it. So, uh, Jets plus one and a half. Zach Wilson is so fucking stupid. Zach Wilson's the worst quarterback in football. The worst. The worst, worst, worst quarterback in football. He's a fucking idiot. I'm out on Zach Wilson. (laughs) I'm not even kidding. I'll burn my fucking cards of Zach Wilson that I have because they'll never be worth shit but a fucking coaster for a drink. He went to... he tried to throw it away like twice for interceptions. Yeah, I saw one of them. He fucking just yeah, and he's like looking, and the the guy it was uh, McCordy. It's like oh, okay, sure. I'll take it. He's so fucking dumb, dude. The Jets defense played well. He's the, their guy. The Jets defense played really well and kept him in this game. They lose by five. But fuck the the biggest turning point in this game was right before halftime Mac Jones throws a pick six 
and they called oh, Ruff, yeah. they called Ruff in the passer. Mm-hmm. I saw that bullshit. It was an unnecessary hit by the D lineman, but he didn't even he didn't hit him low, didn't hit him in the head. I was saying that he, live while watching it. It was fucking it is, horseshit, is, yeah, dude. He it was a it was a hit. It was a good hit, but it was a clean good hit. But it, and it was when he was releasing the ball. It was not late. Well, no, it was it was a little late. He, I watched. I it didn't remember, affect the there. throw. It I thought he got there when he no, was throwing it the didn't, ball. No, it didn't affect the throw. The ball was out of his hand. That's why, because oh. it was late enough for me to go like, yeah, you can throw it if you want to be really fucking ticky-tack. Um, but oh, it, it's a 10-point swing. It's the difference in the game. Yeah, anyway, the Jets' defense did play good. They only gave up one touchdown. And then there may have been a muffed punt, if I remember correctly. I could be wrong on that. Uh, but regardless, plus one and a half, they lose by five. If they have even a remotely competent quarterback, they cover this number. So, um, And then my lock of the week, Lions, plus three and a half. They lose by four. Mm. Reynolds dropped mm. a touchdown in his hands right before halftime that they ended up having to settle for a field goal on. I'm talking right in his hands when the defense was trying to not give him anything and they were about to – they should have stole one from him. Jared Goff throws a dart right through his hands and they settle for three they lose by four that would have been the difference in the game would have been looking at a tie ball game and potential field goal victory which obviously anything could have happened throughout then but the Lions defense is just so bad so so bad when they got stalled out in the red zone and settled for a field goal it was like okay this isn't good it's not good we got we had a fortunate muff punt that they the Lions ended up recovering they go up 14 nothing quick and then it was just they couldn't stop them to save their life um a little Reverse of that Packers plus 11 and a half. Too many points for Aaron Rodgers. Got a little lucky there, but when you need a drive most to cover the spread, Aaron Rodgers delivers, and the defense came up when we needed them to. Um, never had a chance to win this game, not even close, but they cover the number. So I go three and two, miss out on the lock, but I'll take a three and two. You went your first one and two. Yeah. How do you feel? I'm good. <laughs> That's all. Yeah, I mean, dude, the Bucks didn't win. I didn't see the Ravens running it like that. Yeah. Um, and then the Packers plus eleven and a half. They only lost by ten. You just got to be really. You got to really kind of. Did you, you did your record? You didn't do locks. I didn't do my lock. Okay, I'm five and okay. three. Okay. Um. But yeah, this was my lock. It it, it was scary there because um. Oh, we were fortunate. Yeah, but we were also unfortunate in many situations. When the Packers got the ball back, then it got tipped the first well, play yeah, at the line yeah, of scrimmage. Yeah. Uh, it was like I still feel I, I still think felt you got fortunate. I Josh still, Allen gave you all that cover. Yes, that interception game, was dude. so Are you bad. Serious? Which that one? Guy was wide open. To Jair huh? Alexander in the red zone. Josh Allen gave you all that cover. That was literally when I was like, Oh my god, we have a fucking chance now. I, I literally I said, What is that dumb hick doing? I said that. Josh verbally. Allen has uh, Giraffe Kings NFTs. He's in with the books. All right. It was it <laughs> was remarkable. Right no, now. yeah, we were lucky. <laughs> we, we got lucky. I mean, come on. We were, I don't consider that lucky. <laughs> and you don't consider anything. Lucky. No. <laughs> it took a fucking ninety-six yard drive after that when they hadn't been able to do shit offensively. Yeah, but being up by that much, like being what were they up? The seventeen? It's yes, like yeah. seventeen. No, I know the back door is always going to be open in a game like Especially that. Especially in the NFL like that. Yes, but st- I still felt it. And it saying. was a busted coverage on the touchdown. 
I felt fortunate. I, I get what you're saying. I just I just thought y'all were a little lucky because of those Josh Allen picks towards the end. I mean that no yeah that one, one ball of them was, was bad. One of them was across the body. Yeah, but I don't know. If that's the I don't know if that's that the that one. was the that's first not one. The, that's not the one in the um in the end zone right by the end zone. Yeah, yeah, yeah that one was like I was like I don't even know why he threw terrible. it. I don't even know why he threw it. I literally have no idea. Even he like he threw it and he's like oh and he missed um. He missed a dude wide Yeah, on open. the sideline. Yeah, oh, just yeah. overthrew him. I felt lucky. I mean, I felt like it was too many points. You just got to play per Like, if you're going to, in the NFL, if you're going to win by that many against a good quarterback, yeah. it doesn't matter who's on his team. I what you're saying. You he's gotta also play got perfect. a really, right. a really good record as a double-digit favorite, though. Like, I think that was the first time he's ever covered, not covered as a double-digit favorite. Yeah, but I mean, usually you're not. And they were up 14 like that. You're not a double digit favorite against. Well, I think it was like eight. I think it was like seven and zero. Oh. Yeah, but it's usually not against a quarterback. Yeah. Like, oh yeah. If this yeah. was any other team, right, with a, a below average quarterback, because yeah. that's usually who's double digit underdogs. And no, I get it. And I was, I, I was, I mean, I was on it. I was happy to get it. But but the Packers, Packers were running it. That all was over. the thing. They they were running it down their throat, and that's why they they started going away from it. That's why I was like, just keep running the ball. They that's got to be the weakness of the bills defense is that they apparently can't stop the run because yeah. either one was getting that is their weakness. aaron jones got whatever he wanted and then aj Dillon got it easily yeah. uh, equally as much but all right joseph you went two and one you were on the bucks and ravens over 44 and a half which we just talked about thank you julio cowboys minus nine nine and a half was a great pick um great spot for them too i, I feel like i overlooked that one yeah um, and then you were on the over 44 and a half Seahawks Giants. That was your lock of the week. Didn't go that way, but DK Metcalf tried his best. Well, <clears throat> and unfortunately the, the rain, it, it wasn't as bad as I thought, but at the end there, it played a part. Saquon dropped a, he dropped it in the flat. They had about three minutes left driving and he dropped it in the flat with about 20 yards of open field in front of him. They probably would have went and scored a touchdown if he catches that. But. No, yeah, realistically, I still feel fucking good about the Giants. The two muff punts were the difference, but yeah. the Giants also left a lot of shit there. Busted coverage to yeah. Tyler Lockett touchdown yeah. was uncharacteristic. I'm not walking away from that like, oh, the Giants are frauds. No. I feel the like Seahawks they, are they were team. overachieving with their record, but I still feel like um I still feel like the Giants are a good football team. Mm-hmm. But so two and one for you. So yeah, three and two for me brings me to twenty four and twenty one. We dropped the lock of the week, but we're still sitting at five and three. Nick went his first time under five hundred all year, uh, which is pretty good. Seeing how we're on like week nine, um, brings him to sixteen seven and one five and three in his locks of the week. Joseph went two and one back above five hundred sixteen and fifteen three and four in his locks of the week. Justin swept the board with a perfect three and zero, oh, but he's not here. Um, DK tried his best, but he couldn't fucking stop the Seahawks. Geno Smith still got it done. 3-0, and 14-17-1, 6-3 in his locks of the week. I don't know how he is 6-3 and three in his locks of the week, Joseph. Yeah. What? Did you change that? Yeah, he was 5-3. Oh, three. that's an edited record? Yeah, it was 5-3. and three. But we only have got eight weeks. Huh? Yeah, how do I? How am I 5-3? and three? And how do you only have seven? You fucked that up. Bad. Oh no, he's five and three. I, I did say. change it when it was five. Yeah, and then you have you're three and four, so you <clears> should <throat> be three and five. You tried not to adjust your lock record no? when we weren't looking. 
when we weren't looking, I wasn't here for two fucking weeks. Yeah, I, I know, but but we've been updating it. But you updated. No, you clearly didn't. No, we clearly did. Maybe you, one week he didn't have a pick. Well, we put it in Justin's hands, so maybe. No, no, it, it I was, didn't it was have a lot because I wasn't here. No, your one pick was your lock. Well, what about what about the next week? You lost. You yeah, the Bears. Welcome to three and five. And your locks for the week. Oh, I don't care. No, I'm just but saying. I, it wasn't me that didn't update <laughs> it. It was you. It wasn't me. I put it, I put it on Justin. Justin. <laughs> um, all right. We look ahead to <laughs> Thursday night. Thursday night football. Um, hold on one second. All right. Yeah. Like I said, we look ahead to Thursday night football. We have Philly. The city of Philadelphia versus the city of Houston, which is what is currently the matchup in the oh, World Series right now. And the Phillies are up 4 nothing in the top of the fifth. Mm-hmm. The Phillies, I didn't hedge. I wanted to hedge so bad, but I didn't hedge. My gut said to hedge after the Phillies won game one. They come back and they get fucking demolished in game two. Well, here we are in game three. Ranger Suarez on the bump, pitching a gym. Only two hits given up so far. But we're talking NFL football. So, Thursday night, Eagles, Texans, Texans at home getting 14. I haven't looked into this at all other than the Mm. fact that 14 points at home Mm. for Davis Mills and his neck Mm. and Damian Pierce. And his neck. Are you taking the Eagles? (laughs) (laughs) I don't know. This is so many points, but I know the Texans suck. I just want to lay them. Do you? I do. I hear you, brother. Just at, at first glance, though, I'm like, that's a lot of points. And the Texans, I feel like, are one of them scrappy teams. Not they really. are scrappy, they're, but not but against the not Eagles. Very good. <laughs> Everyone and their mothers on the Eagles, though. If um, it was a so-so team. Derek why. Stangley hasn't allowed a touchdown in coverage. Only rookie. Like 270-plus snaps. But he has kind of struggled a little bit. But he hasn't allowed a touchdown. Yeah. Brandon Cooks. He did allow a uh, was it one or two to Devontae Smith against Alabama, okay. the national championship year. <laughs> they meet again. Oh, that's right. I was like, why are you just roasting Stingley? For oh what no, he did in college. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, he did, and yes, that is true. No, the Eagles are a fucking wagon. AJ Brown just had three touchdowns against a really good Pittsburgh defense. Um, I would love to take the Texans, but I can't. I don't see how I can physically take Philly 14 points on the road. I know. It's just, though, you got to think, how are the Texans going to get any points? This is one they of those probably where aren't it's like, get... oh, there'll, there'll be a muff punt. And it's like, fuck. Texans go out 7 nothing. I just, oh, man, this one's so hard. What side are you on? First half. <sighs> Eagles minus 7. Scary. Yeah. Yes. <laughs> exactly. See, what y'all are talking about. That's with when the, Texans. the muff punt happens, and then the Eagles are up no, four at halftime. That'll but then happen they win at the by end 30. of the game, and that's how the Texans cover. Yeah. I, mean, I can see a backdoor cover here with the Texans. I, uh, just 13 feels like way too much. You said 14? It's 14 now. Yeah. I believe. Yeah. Give me Eagles first half minus seven. Let me see what I can get it at on at my old reliable spot. Um, so you're leaning Eagles. Yeah. Okay. You are 0 and 1 in your last Thursday games. So I'm 6 and 2 overall. <laughs> Me too. I'm yeah, actually 0 and 2. I started off 6 and 0. Thursday night wagons, baby. Um 
Eagles oh, minus seven, first so half. So many points, but they could be up 21 at the blink of an eye. Like like in the first half? No. <laughs> It'll be tied at halftime. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> this um, is a nightmare matchup for the Texans. Oh, it's ho- oh, oh, I thought you just meant in general. I was just saying horrible. It's horrible in general, in my opinion. Bloodbath. I wouldn't. Uh, yeah, I guess. <laughs> I mean, I, it's it's so tough. They're going to fucking go for it. Fucking Texans might win. Um. I was leaning Texans for sure, but I mean, yeah, it's. I so just, y'all are both on Eagles. Yeah. Okay. I'll take the Eagles. Fuck minus fourteen. You should take them first half minus seven. No, I feel like that's a square bet. <laughs> square <laughs> yeah, you never want to take the a big favorite like that first half away. Yeah. Oh yeah. Because the home team's going to call it. It's prime time. They're going to think. They're yep. going to say, oh, we have man, a chance. We got oh, a no. chance, man. That's exactly what the Eagles are going to do. And then come out they're going to bitch slap them around a little bit, probably be up by six we'll take, at halftime. Take Texans plus seven at, in first half then. The Eagles will be up 16 to 10. <laughs> Why would the fuck would you say that? Because mm-hmm. they, the coach is going to go for two twice. <laughs> 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 all right. Um, all right. Um, yeah, I mean, so again, if you're listening right now on YouTube, hit subscribe, hit like if you're feeling generous, uh, tell a friend about the podcast if we've helped you win a bet in years past, years past, weeks past. I'm all over the place this episode, but for those that are new, if you haven't figured out by now, we bet the Thursday night game every week, whether we like it or not. I don't like it. I wouldn't bet this under normal circumstances, but we do it every single week, whether we like it or not. So Eagles minus 14, Joseph's taking the Eagles minus 10 first half. Uh, um, (laughs) All right, next one I'm looking at. I'm looking at the Packers and the Lions. Lions at home, getting three and a half. I'm taking the over 50. 50? Yeah. Oh, I'm sorry, 49. 49 49. I see. Okay, well. Oh, you got 49? I did, but we'll call it 49 and a half. Um, You need to check those. 49 out there. Let me check. I can't check. My internet isn't working. He didn't share the password with you? No, I went it to went get away. on it, but I was afraid it'll mess something up. <laughs> um, Here, let me see, because I saw, I saw 49 and a half. I know the password, but I won't say it because we're recording to the nation right now. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, 49 and a half. So Packers lines over 49 and a half. I think the Lions secondary is so, so, so bad. Aaron Rodgers typically does very well against the Lions. I understand he's got uh, shortcomings at the wide receiver position. With that being said, this is the perfect game if you have fucking shitty wide receivers because the secondary for the Lions is horrible. Terrible. So fucking bad. It's not even funny. Um, yeah, and I kind of think the Packers are starting to build somewhat of some chemistry, whatever they got. I mean, I would love to take the Lions getting points, but just did it. Yeah. Against Rodgers and the Packers with that horrible secondary that the Lions have, I'm just going to hope that golf can move the chains. The Packers are going to run it, but they're, they'll have a much better chance of getting those younger guys open. Yeah. And Rodgers is going to be able to get them the ball against this defense compared to Buffalo. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Like that was one of the that. reasons why I kind of took – I'm just waiting for this team to develop some type of chemistry because it's going to happen where they where they are, where they're able to do a little bit of something, you know. I would think, yeah, and that that yeah, uh, and I think this is a good opportunity. I think they could put up some points here on the. I'm lines. on this too. 
Okay. Over 49 On the over? Okay. Yep. yep. Um, all right. What is your next one? Um, Baltimore at New Orleans. I'm going to take the Saints plus three. Okay. Say it like that. What? New Orleans. <laughs> <laughs> okay. It's Monday night, right? Yeah. yeah. Monday night football. Like The defense looks good. Um, Baltimore. I'm still not sold on that they have everything figured out. That was more of um, whatever was happening with Devin White giving yeah. up fucking all that yardage yeah. on the ground. That's not going to happen Rashad, against the Saints. Rashad Bateman's out too. Yeah. Um, Andrew's questionable. That's true. Yeah. It'll be nice if one of our um, top receivers will come back, but <laughs> they're out for the year. <laughs> it is ridiculous. What's up with Lattimore? I don't know. Haven't looked. It's Monday, so you get an extra day. I mean, you keep expecting it was some good his, news. It was yeah. with his kidneys. Lattimore? Yeah, it was. It was. I remember the play. It was when he stretched out at the back of the end zone. <clears throat> they fell right on his abdomen. Oh. The guy fell like dead weight right on his abdomen. Let's see if I can find something. Um, well, anyway, the cornerbacks that we do have playing, Adebo Alante and Taylor, Taylor. they're both Taylor's playing well. Yeah. Alante Taylor is a stud. No, they a, hit on another yeah. DB. That's That went into the... The process of getting rid of Chauncey was that they felt good about Alante Taylor. It had to have. It had to have. And he's fucking good. Um, all right. I am. We're talking about Josh Allen, double-digit spread record. I'm taking the Bills minus 13 against the Jets. Fuck, jo- fuck uh, Zach Wilson. <laughs> Me Zach, too. Zach Wilson's a dumbass fucking idiot. Uh, they're going with him. They said he's their guy. He is not good. He's not. So, is Garrett Wilson out? I think he may be banged up. I don't know. I could be wrong. Regardless, Bills. I'm taking the Bills. Minus Same. 13. Um, the Jets had their run. Now the Jets come crashing back to earth. Zach Wilson's so fucking bad. I, I can't I can't do it. So give me the Bills. You're also on it? As on am all, I. All this, no, yeah, that's what I was asking you. I said as am I, yes. Yeah, but I said you're also on it, and you said as am as I. As am I, yes. So you're also on it. As am I, correct. Okay. <laughs> um, how many more NFL games do you have before you lock? I have one, and then my I game. always only have one. Oh, right, right, right. I have one game. You always <laughs> only have one. Um, you have say that again. I got a little double. I got one game, two picks in it, and one, one is your lock. lock. Okay, yeah. so give us the one pick. That's not your lock. Uh, it's going to be Chargers Falcons over forty nine and a half. Same I'm on number. the Chargers minus three. That's my one before. <laughs> one. Okay. Okay. <laughs> Shut the fuck up. <laughs> <laughs> um, well, why yeah, did you look disgruntled? So somebody's taking the Chargers. Um, Joseph's locks of the week. Lock of the week is the Chargers. It is all uh, right. The well, Chargers well, well, are in a good spot. Yet. We're not on the locks yet. So let them wonder. Um, he did it last week. Yeah, yeah but it he, was a yeah. mistake. Yeah. yeah, whatever. All right, mistake. Um, <laughs> all right. So all we have left is locks. Yeah, Joseph's on the Chargers. Um, I'm on the Chargers. Falcons over forty nine and a half. That's not my lock. All right. All right. Locks of the week taking the saints monday night in the dome it makes sense saints plus three the ravens aren't like nick just said that don't don't let that game against the bucks cloud your judgment here the saints defense has got it rolling i think the saints defense is figuring it out i said they got it rolling they don't have it rolling but they had it rolling against uh i think a good raiders team which is clearly not that good but to blank them 24 nothing to hold josh jacobs to what what we did Derek Carr, they didn't cross a 50 for quite a while. That was the performance that the Saints defense needed to have. 
try to get some juice going. Sean Payton came back in the locker room, said, Dennis, figure it the fuck out. Helped him out. Um, I think, yeah, I think this is the run that we've been looking for with the Saints. I think we're about to go on it. Peyton Turner. He fucking looked good. <laughs> finally. Finally back. Got him fucking, he found his shoulder pads and, and got Pete out Werner. there. Looked good as always. Well, he, oh, yeah, he always looks fucking good. He looked great. But the, the, the addition of Alante Taylor, he's fucking really good. His technique is great. He can play anywhere on the field. I'm telling you, that's why we got rid of Chauncey's because they knew that they, they had to know they hit on Alante Taylor, even though he hadn't even played it down yet. He can do it all. His his technique is fucking fantastic. If we can get anybody back, Lattimore, Michael Thomas, Jarvis, I'll feel even better about it. It's like, holy fuck, what is Michael Thomas doing? What are we doing? Why? Well, I don't understand. His toe hurt. He, he's... Got good energy on the sidelines. He was going crazy with Elante Taylor. I think it was Elante Taylor. So it's like he seems to have good energy. What are we doing? Why is it? You're wasting your fucking career. You had a Hall of Fame career on the horizon, and you're just wasting it. So I don't, I don't, I wish he would figure it out and come back and play football. Jarvis, what are we doing? What are you, what are you doing? What is he doing? What is everyone doing that we're pay, we're play we're yeah, paying them to come play? Yeah, at least the um, honey badge come with a heads up play. Yeah, that was a good play. Made just by, being made aware by Pete Werner. Oh yeah, but and, being aware, yes. like just being around the ball, yes. that's one of his, his traits. specialties. Yes, he has our only two picks this year, correct? Yeah, the defense. We got to start getting more takeaways. Um, I think that that was the game. I mean, that was a dominant defensive performance, and like a fucking last two years type of. Defense oh, another thing to mention. Um, is Marcus Williams still out for the Ravens? I believe so, yes. Okay. Yes. Um, but, yeah, we're, uh, did, they went and picked up Deshaun Jackson. I ain't fucking worried about that. Um, yeah, they're saying, oh, man, you'd be surprised, man. Yeah, they always said that dumb <laughs> shit. Well, why isn't he on a team? Yeah, go get Heinz you know? Ward. Go listen yeah. To um, yeah, I, I think this is yeah, a go good get spot Heinz for the Saints. <laughs> a good spot for the Saints. Last time I seen Heinz Ward, he was on The Walking Dead playing a zombie. <laughs> In the dome, getting points. I know we don't have much of a we don't have much of a uh, home field advantage these days, but getting points in the dome on Monday Night Football after we just made a dominant a dominant statement against the Raiders, I think this is a good spot. This is the game that Raiders win. We're going to look back on that's going to spark the run going forward. Do we make the playoffs? I don't know. The division's wide open though. They, there's not going to be lack of juice in the locker room because they're seeing what everybody else is doing in the division and they know they control their own destiny. Just go out and handle business. I think we will. Lamar Jackson bet on himself this year. And I think it's going to cost him some money after the Ravens offered him a huge contract. So he's just not, he's not that good. Like everybody, you can't say that, but I've been saying it for years. He's not that good. So give me the saints plus three lock of the week. What is your lock? Wait. Yeah. I went first. What is your lock? Superchargers oh. minus three. So yeah, it's both of y'all's logs. Yeah. Okay, and I'm on it too. Yep. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I think um, I think it's a great spot for the Chargers. Oh, I yeah. love the Chargers I coming agree. off of a bye. Yes, I yeah. I love betting teams off of a bye, <laughs> especially teams that are good but haven't been playing as good as they are. You know what I mean? Like the Chargers. injuries. Uh, yeah, we like the Chargers. Here, huh? Is Keenan Allen coming back? Probably not. What? He sat out practice again today. Yeah, but what day is it? It's fucking Tuesday. Well, I'm just saying. He was warming up. He was nearly Mike a go Williams last week. out. Oh, they played last week? No, two weeks no, ago. Sorry. Two weeks ago, and then he came out because he re-injured it. 
Huh. Or he hurt something. He'll be fine. Josh Palmer season. Now, what about the Falcons secondary? Are they still all banged up? I don't well? care. Don't know. Don't care. I don't you should either. know the answers to this question. It's your lock no, of the week. No, because I don't care. I don't need it. I'm so confident well, why are you in this asking play? us questions you don't care about? Because that helps. That's a good analysis. We're all on the Chargers minus three. Dummy. Um, That's all I got. Yeah. This will hit easily. All right. Thursday night, we're taking the Eagles. Minus 14, Packers-Lions over 49.5. The Bills minus 13, the Chargers minus 3, and the Saints plus 3 is my lock of the week on Monday Night Football in the Superdome. Eagles minus 14, the San Diego Superchargers minus 3. I know they're in Los Angeles. Um, That's my lock. (laughs) Saints plus 3 on Monday night. Joseph? Um, Thursday night. What's the score? All the Phillies, <laughs> all happening? the Phillies do is hit two run home runs. That's another one. Kyle Schwarber gone. We hit a two run home run in the first inning. Now we have a two run home. They, they're just putting up twos, two runs in the first, two runs in the second, two runs in the fifth. We're up six nothing. What inning is it? Sixth. The bottom of the fifth. <clears throat> wow. Only one out. The Phillies are making a statement. Big right. win in Houston. They get one there. That was great. That was huge against against Verlander. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, Thursday night, Eagles minus seven, first half. Um, then I'm going Lion Packers over 49.5. Bills minus 12.5. Chargers Falcons over 49.5. Why do you have 12.5 and, and you let me just sit here and say I'm taking 13? I didn't hear you say that. You literally told me you were on the Bills. I'm doing well. two things at once. Yeah, but that's. Hmm. It's not like that's you're doing one and a half things. Yeah, <laughs> it's more than one. All right. Okay, then I'll take the Bills minus 12 and a yeah, half. 12 and a half. All right. Chargers Falcons over 49 and a half in my lock of the week. This is going to hit. We're all on it. Chargers minus three. There you go. That is our picks for the NFL week. Um, everybody's pretty much just chugging along in the NFL. You're doing great. I'm above 500. Joseph's above 500. Justin just swept the board. Um, no idea what he's taking. Um, yeah, I, I'm feeling good. I feel I'm, good about this week. I'm feeling good in general. After last week in both college and NFL, finally above 500 in both. Got one back on the lock in, in college football. Um, yeah, I'm feeling positive. So that is our picks for the week. Top three chips of all time. I don't have too much. I'm not very passionate about chips. So if y'all are. Not necessarily potato chips either. Okay, any type of chips. I'll go first. Number three, uh, the sun chips, the orange bag. Uh, Harvest cheddar. Harvest cheddar sun chips are fire. You go to Subway, you get a foot long, you need to put Harvest cheddar sun chips in your bag. Number two, Lay's sour cream and onion. You can't go wrong with Lay's sour cream and onion. What color is the bag? Green. 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 Ah, yeah, generic. What color bag? Fuck. <laughs> All right, number one, and this one really isn't even up for debate. Uh, Zaps Voodoo Chips. That. What do you mean? Mm. Uh, That's the best. Your chips. opinion, dude. It's the best chips ever made. I'm not a big fan of Zaps Voodoo Chips. It is the best chips ever made, and it's got the coolest packaging. Yeah. Go ahead. What? What are yours? Oh, dude, if that's your favorite, that's good. No, I know. I don't like them. That's stupid. You don't like any Zaps? Do you? No, do you like not like Zaps Voodoo Mardi chips? Gras Voodoo, no. whatever. What? What are you saying? Yeah, I don't like that kind of. All Zaps. the Zaps are Mardi Gras. 
Yeah, I don't know what he's talking about. The, the crawfish, <laughs> the crawfish, the spicy crawfish ones are fire. Oh, those are the best. Yeah, those are my favorite. The red ones, even the orange ones, the hotter and hot jalapeno. jalapeno yeah. those, those are really are good. Well, even shit. the original zaps are good. Oh, just yeah. the regular yep. potato chips. But the voodoo chips are fire, dude. What are y'all talking about? I'm just not a fan. I like the craw taters better. The voodoo chips are so like it's such a. I can't even pinpoint what the taste is. Like it's a unique taste, but like that sweet and like almost. I don't know. I yeah, fuck it's with like those. sweet and tangy. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, I don't like that that much. Me neither. I used to like them. What happened? <laughs> 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 okay. Who's next? Okay. Yeah. Uh, my number three is the Fritos Barbecue Twists. Oh, those are fucking disgusting. What? I swear. Nice. I like those. <laughs> I don't know. Maybe I just, I don't know. What are you talking about disgusting? You have Lay's sour cream and onions. You can too. never go wrong. The barbecue. I'll take salt and vinegar Lay's Dude. any day over Oh, you dirty bastard. <laughs> <laughs> oh. I'm changing my number one. I just feel I like forgot. you lack intelligence if you get the barbecue twist Fritos. What? I don't know. Dude, that's arguably one of the best gas station snacks there is. I like those. Those are good. Are they in your top three? No. Then you don't like them that much. But there's so <laughs> many y'all just mentioned. Like I didn't make a list, but uh, I got it in my head. Okay, great. I just thought of my number one. I just, but it's, uh, I got, I'm sliding out like, it's like the tournaments with all the um <laughs> what? inserts. You know how they take their name and they put it in the next spot? Yes. Okay. It's in my fl- head, fluid. I got freaking. fluid in your head. All yeah. Right, number two. The Ruffles, uh, what is it? The waves, sour cream and cheddar ones, the orange ones, yeah, with the blue and white, yeah, yeah, those are fire, yeah, yeah, can't go wrong with that. Number one, forgotten about, I don't know where you can find them now, specifically, Snyder's kosher dill pickle chips, the ones you got at the vending machine back in the old day in high school. I used to, when I was a kid growing up, when I was a kid growing up. I absolutely love dill pickle chips. I hate dill pickle chips. What? I don't like them very much. Get your fucking smelly ass away from me, you (laughs) dirty bastards. (laughs) I don't like them very much. Actually, I haven't had them in forever, but I remember I like saw them in the store one time, and I was like, I used to eat them so much as a kid, and then I I got them, and I was like, not as good as I remember. It's not the same anymore? Yeah, I Dude, the smell. Do you know what I'm talking about? Yeah. They are strong when you open them up. If somebody's eating those by me, oh, dude. I hate those people. Okay, dude. Okay. Whatever. Yeah, just don't eat. <laughs> All right. What is your top three? Um, number three, Cheetos, the jalapeno ones. The green bag? Yeah. Yeah, those are fire. Too. Those. Yeah. Um, number two, I'm going to go with the Doritos spicy nacho. Okay. See, I hate Doritos so much because literally I, I despise Doritos. So when I was younger in elementary school, I was one of those kids that got left at aftercare. Mm. One of the pores. Um, <laughs> so we, I fucking hate Doritos because we would watch a movie every day and every fucking day. I also hate this movie, Aladdin, the Disney movie. I fucking hate that movie because they would play it over and over again. We watch it every day. It was like fucking concentration camp torture. And then you'd go get chips they would have regular Lay's potato chips once every two weeks. There'd be like two bags. So you'd have to be, it'd be like hitting the lottery. If you didn't get that, you got stuck with Doritos. And I would eat them, but I would eat them all the time while watching this shit fucking movie on repeat like I was in a concentration camp. So I 
despise the movie Aladdin and I despise Doritos. Do any specific type of Doritos, just nacho cheese? The blue bag. The cool Specifically, ranch? I fucking hate those. That's my favorite. The thing Doritos. I hate about Doritos is the inconsistencies. I don't what, like sometimes. The seasoning? Yeah, they'll. Yes. So I fuck with yes. the I fuck with the Taco Bell Doritos Locos Tacos, the the, the uh, cheese one. Yeah. But that blue bag of Doritos brings back some bad memories of aftercare. You're right, though. They are very inconsistent with their... Lindsay loves Doritos. I just... No. That was your number two? Yeah. What's your number one? Golden Flake Sweet Heat Barbecue. I know what you're talking about. Yeah, I know exactly. I don't know if I can get behind that. Whatever. Shut up. (laughs) Golden Flake? It's like Fruity Dino Bites. You went with damn... like those? No, I'm saying it's like off-brand. Yeah. Yeah. Whatever. That's the best barbecue chip around. (laughs) Yeah, it is. It's mm. middle of them all. Get a yeah. bag of those and tell me you ain't going to eat them all, boy. <laughs> <laughs> um, I can't believe y'all don't have Zaps in your top three. Definitely all right, I'll take those. Doritos out. I want Cross Taters at two now. Zaps are good, That's dude. Fair. And Zaps, Zaps, Zaps are good. Zaps are like high-quality chips, in my opinion. Like the crunch of the chips. Very crunchy. When you get Lay's, you're like, this is like bullshit. Yeah. It's like eating a fucking... Five Guys hamburger or getting a McDonald's fucking Yeah, you have yeah. their McDouble. ratchet ass as your number two. I do fuck with those sour cream and onion. But oh, I, 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 could, I could switch out the uh, the orange, the, the cheddar ruffles. Yeah. I could switch it out. Yeah. Go on, when we go to Austin and we stop at Bucky's, yeah. you go into Bucky's, you get a pulled pork sandwich, and then you get one of them fucking chicken with like ham and bacon and barbecue sauce sandwiches, and then you get the orange ruffles. I keep saying orange. The fucking cheddar ruffles yeah, they're with orange. that pulled pork sandwich. Something about that combination is good. Mm. You get one of the peach teas at Bucky's. If you go to Bucky's and you don't get a peach tea, I'm telling you, you're fucking up. I get that turkey sandwich. That's good, too. And the, all their sandwiches are good. All of them. Um, but, yeah, that's pretty much all I got. Cool. Um, Flaming Hot Cheetos. I like those. Yeah, I'm not a huge chip guy. Um. I like Flaming Hot Cheetos. Which one's better, the Green Bag or Flaming Hot? Um, depends. It's like what mood you're in. Yeah, yeah, I agree. And you know, if you go to get one, dude, you're gonna get them, and then you're gonna be like, "Man, I probably should have got the mother one." So. <laughs> yeah. All right, are we good? Yep. All right. Um, I feel good about this week. Yeah, I do too. Kind of. I don't feel as good as I felt going in the last week, but I feel pretty good. I feel good to be above 500. We're making money. Um, this could be the beginning of the end for Nick in the NFL, though. <laughs> One week, huh? The guy's been on fire. Well, you're on all three of my picks, so let's hope. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Well, Justin said there's a new sheriff in town. He went 3-0. He said oh, he's yeah. coming back. Shut up, Justin. <laughs> <laughs> all right. Um, episode 131 in the books. Got anything to say before we go? Good luck, fellas. Good luck, my friends. All right. Episode 131, NCAA Week 10, NFL Week 9. If you're listening on YouTube right now, hit the subscribe button. You get a free chance to win the $100 giveaway. Go subscribe right now. I will. We'll figure it out. We'll announce it either tomorrow or Thursday, or maybe we just push it back till next episode. I don't know. We'll figure it out. Um, Again, if you want to thank us for helping you win a bet, because we've helped you win many, Nick more than us, but like I said, I'm in the green on both now. If you want to thank us, one, subscribe, two, tell a friend. And just keep tuning in. We appreciate y'all. Episode 131 in the books. Monday Night Football in the Dome. Who dat? The house always wins. Play long enough, you never change the stakes. The house takes you. Unless when that perfect hand comes along, you bet big, and then you take the house. I've been
practicing this guitar a little bit, did I, Rush? It felt like I remember. It was good. I liked it.